Hello everybody, Steven Jensen here with Jesse Davin, here to talk a little bit of pro wrestling. Probably some WWE talk mainly today. Um, yeah, I haven't talked a whole lot of WWE lately, so we can talk some WWE Raw, we can talk some Cody Rhodes, we can talk Seth Rollins, we can talk really whatever. We have WrestleMania, not this week, but next week, so we'll give away some Wrestle Rumble. Yeah, we'll give away some Wrestle Rumble entries uh, on next week's show. Um, yes. So, uh... So yeah, Jesse, how you doing today? Good, got my pick line taken out and free. Hell yeah. Um, they just officially took my um, my IV, IV pump and backpack this morning. I was on I was on that walk and I got a doorbell notification and it was the guy and I was like, oh shit, I forgot. And so I was like running and I went and got it because I mean if I didn't give him the pump back, it was gonna be like three thousand dollars. Um, so yeah, but I, I have like a little dot. Nice. But yeah, and I took a shower yesterday and it was great. I literally, okay, nobody's going to understand this, but I, once I got in the shower, I fell on my knees and sobbed for 10 minutes because it felt so good. Oh, I, I bet. It was like a moment I will never be able to describe to anybody and a moment nothing, nobody can ever take away from me. Like it was amazing. So, I'm doing absolutely freaking fantastic. How are you? That's awesome. I'm I'm doing great as well. Um not as good as you though. Like you deserve oh, you, shit, no no you just no you deserve like to be happy right now. So that's that that rules. Um Oh, you deserve to be happy. Too. Oh yeah, sure. I mean we all deserve to be happy, but I mean like, you know, like it's it's great to know that like some of this stuff's finally like kind of ending for you, which is like you know, yeah. it's been a long, I mean, I feel like it's been like a year that you've been just dealing with, honestly, since like, pretty much like since, I'm so weird about saying your kids' names on here, because I don't know. It's okay, okay. you can say mine. Um, but like, ever since you had, really since you got like pregnant with Savannah, since then it's been like nothing but just like, like Savannah, that, obviously Savannah, that isn't like a, like a problem, but you well, know like what I mean? It's like, yeah, and, and like pregnancy itself, it's like, that's a tough yeah. thing to go through and then yeah the whole soccer thing and then that's like right into the, the getting hospitalized and like the colon thing and all that and just like i mean it's just right. been a freaking right. year it's been crazy yes oh and Corey, i did get your donation i'm gonna read it out in a second he, he sent a paypal donation earlier today oh thank you Corey. um so uh five dollar donut from Corey. thank you as always buddy it says sending lots of love prayers and positive vibes for everybody's happiness health and success always steven jesse everyone life is so good nowadays dude that's great man that, that life's going good for that's you so great oh my god Corey! yay yes that's awesome we appreciate you man we appreciate everyone who's in here um i see Corey and deshaun both in the chat anyone else who wants yes. to jump in the chat feel free to make your voice heard um, if you want to send super chats, you can send those through YouTube. If you want to send donations, you can send it through the link below. Um, that's, I believe, what Corey used to, to get it to my PayPal. Me and Jesse always split this stuff, so if you're sending it to me directly, like, make, you know, I always make sure that when we split the money that she knows what came in on my PayPal, so we can still yep. split it. Um, and that works, you know, basically that way you'll get your questions up on the uh, up on the screen or your comments and all that kind of stuff, and we'll answer your questions and, and all that. But we always keep an eye on the chat as well kind of throughout the show yeah so um yeah there's really not a whole lot more um i can really talk about i guess i was telling you about dmbs before this i'll be going there yes. a, little, a little bit later dmb legend legend, legend, fish, legend. Fish, 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 legend. 
Um, yes, feels I'm good. I manifested it by calling you that. Yes, and I'm. It's just awesome that they have an actual app that has like. I know, tears. like it's so crazy. <laughs> so now I'm at a point where, the only two things that I can still achieve there, are outside of of course just winning a bunch of prizes and food and whatnot, is yeah. The next, the next level up. So there's nothing higher than legend status, I don't think. At least they don't tell you if there is. But there's three tiers within the legend status. It's like getting a black belt and like the stripes on top of the black belt. So we already have the black belt and one stripe. We've gotten like Whoa. now. There's two stripes left. The next one is a free dinner for four. Which Whoa. which is great because it's just me and my brother and we've already got it planned out where we're like we're gonna get two full racks of ribs and two steaks. Like that's we've already got like the things that, like planned. <laughs> and then the last the last stripe, if you will, uh the final achievement is Legends Prize Pack, and I have no idea what that is. But <laughs> um, Legends Prize Packs are like, very official. Swag bag or something. Yeah. Well what sucks is like they have like merchandise there that I want to get, but like they don't like want like their T-shirt literally just says "winner" on it, which like is kind of funny, but it doesn't say like Dave and Buster's or anything. It just says "winner," and I'm like, if I'm walking around wearing this thing, people are gonna just think I'm like some conceited asshole, like walking around talking about how I'm a, how I'm a winner. I mean, if I saw someone walking around with a shirt that just said "winner" on it, I'd probably see it ironically, just the way that I think, and I'd be like, oh, that guy's making fun of himself or something. But, um, but they, like, they have hoodies and stuff, and they're never in stock. I'm like, y'all, I'd be, I'll be out there rapping Dave and Buster's on all my streams and shit. Like, I'm, I, I gotta give Dave and Buster's sponsorship is what I need to happen. That's what you need. That would be clutch. You need, like, a code. Yeah, I need to figure out something. I'm gonna, hopefully, I I was telling you, I I know the managers now a little bit better at Dave and Buster's. You are the ultimate Karen. (laughs) You don't speak to the manager. You're friends with the manager. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so... (laughs) Oh my god, I have to tell you after the stream how I cuss these kids out in our neighborhood. Oh no. I've never done that before, and I feel like God is punishing me by giving me laryngitis, because, oh my god, (laughs) it was hilarious. I... Not even Karen. I was like, um, American Psycho. Like, what's that guy's name? I I, don't, I know what you're talking about. I don't know his Bateman? name. Bateman is it? That's not Bateman. That's his actual name. Well, you know. But you know, it, it reminds that reminds me of a. I'll never forget when I moved. When I was three years old, my family moved from California to Georgia, and mm-hmm. I I have this really weird memory of like. Like, I can, my the way my memory works, I can remember stuff really, really vividly from when I was really young, but, like, yeah. I'm not really good at, like, current, like, current memory stuff as much, like, yeah. a couple weeks ago. My short, my, my long-term memory is incredible, my short-term memory isn't, and uh-huh. I remember being three years old, the first week that we moved into our new house, uh-huh. um, that there was, there was, like, a bunch of kids playing baseball in our front yard, and I remember my mom like going out and like telling them to go away and stuff. So like we uh, so we immediately had like the stigma of like my mom was mean and like I I shouldn't be friends with the other kids because like I my mom kicked them out because what was probably happening is before we moved in where it was just like an empty house. I bet they were using the yard for like sports yeah. and stuff while no one was there. 
Um, the good thing is that I, I quickly became friends with all of those kids, and they quickly learned that, like, my mom was awesome. But she, but yeah. she was like that, too, or, like, it, like, she was kind of like the, my mom was like the, like, the PTA mom, and, like, the mom who's, like, in charge of, like, the neighborhood activities, and, like, all that stuff. Yeah. So, like, she always, she would do stuff like that, it would embarrass me, but, <laughs> um, but I, I remember, I just remember that from when I was three, which is just, it just reminded me of that by you saying that. I remember that when you were three. Yeah. Hey, Greg, congratulations on Quizzlemania. Yes. Hashtag Greg Cherry for Quizzlemania again. Yes. Yeah. Good. It would be awesome. Good to see you, Greg. Good to see you, my friend. (laughs) Anybody, obviously, duh. Deshaun, super chat. Thank you, Deshaun. And, um, uh, who else? Nate, what up? Oh, hey, Deshaun, what's super chat? Jesse, you cussed him out because they said the college team was <laughs> terrible. Dude, Cleveland don't have a call. I don't care about Cleveland. <laughs> I don't care about Cleveland State. This is about them Buckeyes. Uh, no, actually, there's these things called Orby guns now. Oh, okay. Um, I had no idea what they were, but apparently they're like you soak them in water and you shoot them at people, and it, it I mean. It, it, it hurts. It's like a really, it's like a paintball gun, I guess, yeah. but with the soft. That's wild. Because, yeah, I, I know what Orbeez are. They start small and you put them in water and they no, get bigger. No, it's not even those. Oh. It's, that's what I was saying. I was like, those aren't bad. But it's like, I guess these are called Orby guns. Like, I don't know what the heck it is. But um, we have like a community center in our neighborhood and a bunch of kids that are not from our neighborhood are somehow being dropped off here. And they've got, like, tactical gear on. They're shooting these Orby guns at people, cars, and kids. And, yeah, I got to tell you the whole story off screen because it was so hilarious. I I made a teenager's soul leave his body. Oh, no. It was so funny. I've never seen a teenager go from smug, like, shit-eating grin to, like, his soul just ascended. It was hilarious. But, yeah. That sh- and then I had to call the police because they were still out there. And the cops were like, the cop called me intimidating. I was like, what? That's hilarious. Please tell me you saw, like, there there's a South Park episode this season. Have you watched? Oh, yeah. With the airsoft? Did you see that? No, I haven't seen Okay, it. so it was, like, two weeks ago. It's just hilarious that this just happened to you. Because there's an, in- you know how South Park, like, the- in recent years, it's been really more about, like, uh, like, current events and political issues yes. and stuff they just yeah. did a random episode like like an old school style just random episode with like no real meaning behind it a couple weeks ago which i love those kind of episodes yeah and it was all about teenagers just being terrible and they're they they play airsoft all the time and yeah and so it's like it's just it's about teenagers shooting these fake guns at each other and the whole the whole episode is about like the kids like Stan, Kyle, Kenny, Cartman. They learn about airsoft and start playing it, and like it's the most fun they've ever had in their life. Like they love airsoft, they like get so into it. But the only way they are allowed to play is if they're also playing with the teenagers. They want the the people won't let oh, the kids no. just play by themselves. So they have to like hang out with these teenagers so that they can keep playing That's airsoft. That's like literally what was happening. <laughs> it's so it's so funny. Like, oh, you you gotta watch that, especially after like this just yeah. happened to you. Like, you'll probably think this is hilarious. Oh, I will probably die laughing. So good. Um, 
What's up, Nate? I see you in the chat. Corey says good night, everyone. Corey, good night, dude. Always good, good to night. see you, bro. Sleep night. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, if I'm working on this uh, present for my dad. I was telling him I'm working on it. I'm getting there. That's sick. 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 Well, we can talk a little bit of WWE real quick. Um, so I wanted to get your thoughts on... I'll say this real quick, then I'll, then I'll throw to your thoughts. I thought the, uh, I laughed, like, out loud at the Kevin Owens dressing up like Steve Austin thing. Oh, me too. Because the I crowd, <laughs> the crowd fell for it twice. Like, so, I mean, not only did they fall for it, there was people, it was like the CM Punk return, where there was people, like, crying yeah. in, the, in the crowd, and, like, everyone's <laughs> jumping up and down and just going crazy, oh, and man. then it wasn't him. So, yeah, how, how did you feel about about that whole segment with Owens. I instantly knew when the music hit and he didn't come out for like a solid five seconds. I was like, this is Kevin Owens. Yeah. And yeah. because like, there's no way. Like, I mean, just the longer the song went on, I was like, it ain't happening. I was like, no, no, no. But then when he walked out looking like him with the ball cap, oh my gosh. And the knee braces. Oh, I was cracking up. I Both me and my husband were dying laughing because when we were at revolution because my husband when he when he watches wrestling like even live he's not very much uh reactor like i am like we're total opposites which is so funny um but he was recording cm punk's entrance because it was called the personality and then when njf's music hit he was laughing so hard he stopped recording like he was like literally on his like he was just he thought it was so funny i like seeing him laugh like that is just hilarious it was such a good troll i love it they are really they're really saving everything for mania this year because they really want people to tune into both nights and they're really i mean it sucks for the crowds that are there like right now you know, because they keep getting, like, fooled. <laughs> but they're blue-balling us so hard because they want us to watch WrestleMania so bad. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think that, <clears throat> you know, obviously this is all built to, you know, the KO show with Steve Austin on night one of WrestleMania, but I, I really hope that the KO show on night one leads to a match between the two on night two. Yeah. Um, I, I doubt it because I feel like if Austin was wrestling, they'd be like promoting the hell out of yeah. it for weeks. But at the same time, it's like you are promoting Steve Austin's going to be there to confront Kevin Owens for weeks. And like very few people are going to tune in to night one and not night two. You know what I mean? So, right. like, um, well, I mean, if Cody's coming night two. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I mean, I, I didn't, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how, how I just worded that, but just to reiterate, I don't know if I said this right, but oh, they're, oh, they're, 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 they'll watch both nights. Watching night one or yeah. also going to watch yeah, night two? Yeah, that's, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah. so I think you can get away with, like, if Austin showed up and, like, him and Owens have this confrontation and he's like, right. He's like, you know what? I was going to come out here to kick your ass, but I'm going to save it for tomorrow. Like, I want to return to the ring and have an actual match and, and, and beat you in the ring. Like, that would be. I could see them maybe doing that because they're assuming once again, if you're watching night one, you're also going to watch yeah. night two and same with the people that are attending WrestleMania live. Like I doubt I, I'd assume more people are probably attending night two than night one potentially because like Roman and Brock is like the big unification match on night two and everything. But mm -hmm. most people who are in town are probably going to both nights anyway. So 
And Nate, I was at Revolution 2 when, mm-hmm. when, because remember during our stream, I was like, I'm devastated. I can't pop my pussy to Battle Cry. <laughs> right. When Battle Cry came on, I was popping my pussy. I was having a good time. And then Don Callis came out, and I got so upset. And I, I couldn't tweet because I, I, the Wi Fi sucked. But um, uh, I said, Don Callis ruined my night. <laughs> Well, was, that was so weird because, like, they accidentally showed, like, a couple seconds of that before one of the entrances at... Really? Yeah, so what happened was, it was probably, you, you know, probably didn't catch it live, um, but, like, the the opening match, I think it was Layla Hirsch and Chris Statlander, yeah. and, like, Layla Hirsch came out to the ring, and then before Statlander came out, they accidentally played, like, three seconds of Kenny Omega's... Uh, like video, huh? and I was like, and I, like, so like everyone on Twitter was like Kenny Omega, like I was like, always all my time was like Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega. Did they, what was that about Kenny Omega? And then like, <laughs> and then like the match ends, and then like after that, Kenny Omega's music plays, and we but, uh, and that, but so like they accidentally displayed it a little early, uh, but uh, but then it also of course wound up not being Kenny Omega. It was a big yeah. troll troll job by Don Callis. Don Callis, you piece of poopy. <laughs> but yeah, so I. You know, I, I thought the Owens thing was funny, though. Um, that was so funny. And then he was, like, <laughs> pretending not to catch the beers. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, you could tell he, he was, like, pretend, like, he would have caught him. I feel like Kevin Owens would be a good catcher. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was, like you said, it was clearly, like, he was clearly missing yeah. on purpose. But, Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, otherwise, like, there's no way they would do that because, like, he'd probably, they'd probably practice it, and if he couldn't catch him, they'd be like, all right, we got to do something different. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I just thought it was really funny how they got the crowd. Uh, like, years back, they did that with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, the, the same kind of thing where they, like, they got them, the crowd multiple times thinking that Bret Hart was going to come out, and he, he didn't. Yes, twice. Yeah, I, 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 yeah good stuff. Um, so yeah, as, as, as much as like, it's kind of lame that I, that they're doing the KO show thing, in my opinion, like I, I really, especially because like Owens, that's why I'm really hoping there's a match, especially because like Owens is so good. Like he should be wrestling at WrestleMania. Absolutely. So unless he's like injured and we don't know about it. Like true. But I mean, he wrestled Rollins like last week for the, like to get into the, be the host. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, you know, and obviously it can be argued, you know, that him not even wrestling, it's still a bigger spot than most people have because like, there's going to be so much interest in Steve Austin um, right. in him and seeing what they do. Cause like, I mean, I assume Steve Austin's just going to stomp a mud hole in him, stunner and drink beer. Um, mm-hmm. But man, would that be great? I mean, I think it'd be great if, if Kevin Owens just beat the hell out of him. <laughs> like, like, right. like, just, like no one would expect it. I feel like that would be great. I I love Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is like my favorite WWE wrestler other than like AJ Styles. Um who else do I really like in W Brock Lesnar. Um Veer, just because he's funny as hell. Finally Veer. coming on uh, April fourth. Yeah, he's coming finally. Yeah, I had a whole uh, fantasy booking that I did on uh, on the spotlight. Well, on uh, on this past Thursday, y'all can watch it if you want over at uh, the on Fightful's YouTube channel. And we did a uh, 
I fantasy booked Veer's return. His new gimmick is going to be um, like American Pie, where he's going to be like Jim, where no. like the music's going to hit, and he's going to walk out onto the entrance ramp, and he's just going to be like, oh, 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 and everyone's going to be oh, like, oh, no. no, and then he's going to walk backstage, and then he's going to come out a second time, and it's going to happen again, and the crowd's going to be like, oh, man, like, like twice, dude, and he's never going to get into the ring, like, he's going to... He's gonna, Veer's gonna come to Raw, but never get into a match. He'll just right. finish a couple times, and that'll be it. That, um, I think it, I think the Veer thing's a giant troll job, by the way. Like, oh, I, like without a doubt. Well, I, I feel like maybe it wasn't to begin with, but then they said, and it, I had shout out credit to <laughs> WWE for being like, you know what? This is funny. Let's yeah. just go with it. And they are, and I love it. And I love his videos that he posts online, the <laughs> pictures and everything. He's great. Well, I, like I, every time, every time it's like seven o'clock, I want to post that video <laughs> where he goes, "It's seven o'clock." <laughs> well, like I think it's going to be even more so where like they're, they've been trolling with these videos for the last like half a year or whatever. <laughs> but I think it's totally possible that like he he comes to Raw. And just gets his ass kicked. Like, he's, like, not even good. Like, he comes out and just gets squashed and then just gets, like, released. <laughs> like... Oh, that would be... Oh. <sighs> what a legend, though. Yeah. He's getting paid how much money to just come? Almost come? I I don't... Yeah. <laughs> Greg <laughs> says, no, Steven, that's a bad Steven. No, man, I think it's a, American Pie viewer could be a very, a very entertaining gimmick, I think. <laughs> uh, a guy who just like keeps almost making it to the ring, but like just prematurely, you know, can't. Um, <laughs> but but I'm with you about like Owens is one of my favorite wrestlers in, yeah. in the world, you know, and and yeah, I'm a big I'm a big AJ fan too. AJ and uh, and Rollins had a great match on Raw yeah. um, with you know a non finish, but I you know you expect that unfortunately. But- to me, that was okay because him and Edge had Seth and Edge had beef, you know. Oh no, before. for sure. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's it's progressing their their I mean, story into WrestleMania. And I mean, yeah, it's all leading to Cody Rhodes. It just kind of sucks that, and I and I get last night. I can kind of excuse, but it's like when Kevin Owens beat him, it was like he's losing all these matches, right? And it's like. Is that really how he wants to go in, like a loser? And then Cody, like how? And then Cody comes in. What's Cody gonna do? Squash him? I know that's that's the thing, and that's why I'm still not like completely sold. It is Cody and him at WrestleMania. Like it probably is, but it has to. But that's the thing. Like you just said, is like what Seth Rollins' character right now, and this is what's so weird about it is like when you look at their the WWE roster. And this isn't talking down on anybody else, but this is, like, a compliment to Rollins. He's clearly, like, towards the very top of, like, their overall performers. incredibly talented. And there are people that are far less talented than he is that are already scheduled and promoted for WrestleMania. So, in, like, in canon or storyline or whatever, like, as a viewer, you're supposed to think 
Seth Rollins isn't good enough to get on WrestleMania, but like Johnny Knoxville is and stuff like, like or Logan Paul. Yeah, it's it's very it's a weird message. Even like a lot of the wrestlers who you know are on the show, they aren't as good as it is as this as Seth Rollins is. Like right. so once again, I'm not. This isn't a, you know, but it's just the truth. Like Seth Rollins is one of their best performers. He's beat he's beat uh, Lesnar at WrestleMania for the title before. He won the title in the main event of WrestleMania 31. WrestleMania moments ever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's and he's like perennially like a main event level guy for them. Oh my god, so, he's so in his character. He's just such a great. He's such a strong personality, you know. It's just so it's weird when it's like it's, you're. It's like he's losing and losing and losing, and he's basically begging to get onto WrestleMania. So how weird does that make Cody look when he returns? When it's like. All right, you're the guy who keeps losing, and you can't get on WrestleMania, and you're begging to get on the show, and you're holding Raw hostage, and you know what? I'll wrestle you at WrestleMania, and it's like, yeah, what's the prestige in that? Like, you're wrestling the dude who couldn't get onto the show, like, right? What? It it makes no sense, and that's you know, their uh, Cody's sister tweeted out that picture of Cody and Dusty. Mm-hmm. And she said, my old man, I knew my old man, like, better than anybody else, and he'd be beaming with pride at what's coming next. And so, to me, like, you know, someone was like, what if he comes out after the unification of the titles and does something there, like, you know, fantasy booking and making my expectations high? And I'm like, y'all, I'm fixing to cry. (sighs) I'm fixing to sob. And now I'm wishing I was going to WrestleMania because... I want to be there to support Brandy and Cody, but, and I freaking grew up in Dallas. It's not like I couldn't find a place to stay, but it is what it is. But, um, and you know, this is something I was thinking last night and it was like, if Cody is, you know, obviously signed with WWE and if it is, you know, that's what's going on and that's where he's headed and everything. Last night, People were chanting, Cody, Cody, Cody. And every single time that happened, I couldn't help but remember the last time that he was in a WWE ring as Stardust. And people were yelling, Cody, Cody, Cody. And he was in character as Stardust. And he was telling people to stop. He was like, no. Stop. I wish I could remember, like, what episode that was so I could go back. And it was, like, a not long later he got released. Yeah, no, that was happening for, like, a few weeks because, like, yeah. they were kind of teasing on screen that he might go back yeah. to being Cody Rhodes and people wanted and he it. Yeah. Like, like, no, stop, stop. He was, like, you remember, like, he just would, like, reject yeah. it when people were like, Cody. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's kind of beautiful that the last time people were chanting his name, you know, his Stardust character, his gimmick, you know, was rejecting it. And it was like, no, no, no. But now people are chanting for him to come back, like begging for him. And I think it's kind of a beautiful full circle kind of thing. Um, obviously, as an AEW fan, am I kind of upset that he's not an AEW? Of course. But it's not my life. You know yeah. what? I'm still, I don't know what's going on in the background. I don't know what happened. That's none of my business. And they don't owe me an explanation for that. I'm still going to support them no matter what because they supported me no matter what. And so, but I just, when they were chanting Cody, Cody, I just, every single time I think to him as Stardust rejecting that. And it's just such a cool, 
moment that's kind of happening, like an evolution, a revolution, so to speak. Yeah, that, that's that's a really good point. You're right about that. Um, yeah, I, the, I, I mean, I could talk for hours about this whole Cody yeah. thing, but like I, it's it's interesting to me to, to see the reaction to all this and then to, I, to see where it's going to go. Because like, if I, I know, like, I saw a lot of WWE fans on Twitter, uh, the other day, like really, I think it was yesterday. They were like really celebrating that the, the dem the numbers have been good, uh, the last few weeks, especially uh, yesterday or yeah. Monday, I believe, um, for the 18 to 49 demo for raw. Like there's, there's like proof that there's more people in our demo watching raw right now. And they're staying throughout the entire show. Like the, the numbers staying strong through the end of the three hours. The needle mover. But that's the thing is it's like it's mainly people that aren't WWE fans that are literally watching to see if Cody's gonna show up or not, and then once he does, they're all gonna bail again. So like right. um it's just weird because you know, I I I, I mean some of the the when I when I think about the like the the main WWE audience, I mainly think of like kids and yeah. and how many of like these newer fans and these kids even watch AEW? I don't know. Um, right. And how many of them only watch WWE? And some of them might remember Cody, like from being Stardust or being Dashing Cody or Undashing or, or whatever. But they don't know what he accomplished outside of WWE these last like six years or whatever. And I don't, I don't know if I, I just don't know. Like, I think Cody's going to get really big responses right now because there are people in our demo that are paying attention specifically for him. But once they all go, okay, well, Cody's back. I mean, I'll, I'm going to support him because I'm a Cody stand. You're going to support them right. because, you know, you, you have the loyalty to them with all the help. But, like, I, it's, I think most people in our position are just not going to watch the show anymore after he debuts. Like, they're watching to see it happen, and then they're just yeah. going to bail. And... Right. I'm interested to see what the WWE does and how they book him and what story they tell. Because I, th I think if WWE is smart, they will, they should lean heavily into all the success Cody has had since leaving WWE. Like they need to educate their current day audience that like this guy quit years ago to prove that he was a, a bigger star and he went out and created our competition. He is a, he is a celebrity now he's on multiple TV shows He's right. all these things, and like now he is the main event superstar that we it didn't is. see him being six years ago. And I think they should lean into that heavily. Yeah, I would. I would honestly love if he not like I want to say like CM Punk, but not like as like the anti. Not the Antichrist, but like the anti. Uh... It was like the guy coming back to like save the WWE. Like the like the current product isn't good, and he's gonna come no. and make it better or something. The opposite of what Chris Jericho is doing. Okay, right. Like he's not, like he's not a like he's the anti sports entertainer. Basically. He's yeah. the professional wrestler on a sports entertainment show. Yes, so. and like, or, and this is just me being a stupid AEW mark, which is fine. Uh, which I am which, which we all both okay. are which is totally great yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I would love if he got his Wrestlemania moment 
And, you know, he wins the championship somehow, you know, along the lines. He wins the championship to honor his father. And then he just gives WWE the big middle finger and just, like, bridges and co- his contract and brings the championship over to AEW. That'd be crazy. That'd be such a mess. But, I mean, I would love something like that. Oh, my God. That would be so great. Just a big middle finger, you know? Yeah. And we, we uh, talked about it before, but I think that's... It, him. it was me. It was me all along. <laughs> we talked about that before, but, like, I do think that's probably... Well, I don't know what went on behind the scenes and, like, why he's leaving, why he's left AEW and all that stuff. But, like, I think a big part of the motivation to go back to WWE has to be, like, his family was, like, the black sheep of the WWE forever. Um, Dusty was never the WWE champion. Dustin was never the WWE champion. Like, he'd be the first Rhodes to hold that title belt. And Dusty was such a big part of the company, especially... He did him so dirty. Yeah. Well, and Dusty, you know, he was... But even, like, in his later years, he is a big reason why NXT was so successful. Yeah. And so Dusty... You have to imagine Dusty, like, one of his, like, biggest dreams in his life was, like, for Cody to to become the champion in the WWE just because for all those other reasons and yeah. so um but also i'm like really worried to be honest about this whole wrestlemania scenario because what if what if like okay like, here's what i think is going to happen i think seth rollins is going to come out on on raw this this monday and he's going to try to like hold court hold the show hostage or whatever he'll sit in a chair in the middle of the ring like randy savage did back in the day in wcw and he'll basically say this show's not going to happen until i get what i want and then uh, Adam Pierce and Sonya will will come out or something, and they'll be like, "Listen, we can't find an opponent for you. Um, we've done everything we can, yada yada yada." At mm-hmm. WrestleMania, you get to do an open challenge, so you get you get to go to the ring, call out anybody, and if anybody answers the challenge, you get a WrestleMania match. And the reason that works on a bunch of different levels is one, that's a way to debut Cody, where it's like you don't have to advertise him, and it's a surprise, and you still get that match. And two, Cody was synonymous with open challenges in AEW. Like, he was the one doing the open challenges there. So, like, but my my big fear is Cody answers the challenge and Seth just beats him. Right. You know, and then what? Or, yeah. (laughs) Like, they could squash all the momentum of this by just having Seth just beat Cody, which is very possible. I mean... Shit, I still can't believe they put Triple H over Sting at WrestleMania, like, after all those years. Like, it was, like, unreal. I mean... Yeah. You know what I, you know what I was kind of thinking they could do, and this is different, and it's probably stupid, but um, I was thinking, you know, he holds Raw hostage, so to speak. Um, and obviously, like, you know, cops get involved. Um, local talent. He goes to local law <laughs> an office and the local correctional facility and gets booked and you know he's arrested and all this stuff and then wrestlemania night two like they cut to backstage because there's something going on or like you hear all these cop cars right you see all these blue and red lights flashing you see all these cop cars and you got seth with like like a a handcuff one handcuff on he's just running 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 all these cops are chasing him and he runs into the ring and he's like you can't you can't stop me you can't stop me and cops are coming out on their motorcycles and stuff like that and then who comes behind him or whatever smoking mirrors comes on cody rose comes out and he's i don't know 
a hero. I mean, he comes out and it's like Captain America stuff. It'd be cool if like, you know, Seth comes out as like this rebel, like running from the law, like Texas Rangers are coming after him <laughs> and like on horseback and shit. And here comes Cody on a horse, like meow, like Hangman Page. Cody. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, Cody just steals Hangman's gimmick. Hangman Stampede match, bitch. On one of them fucking <laughs> He got a fucking Texas Ranger hat on. Oh He's like, I'm the law now. Oh my god. He's wearing like a, like a small cowboy hat, like Kurt Angle. Like a much small, like a cowboy hat that's like way too small yeah. for his head. Um, yeah. I, I don't know about that. Something like that. Yeah, I, 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 but then again, like, it's possible that Rollins just wrestles someone else. Like, I don't know. Like, like yeah. I, you know, it, it was interesting though. And I, this is where I really was like, okay, it's probably Cody for sure. When on, he said your dreams are dashed. Well, well, on, on Monday he was, yeah, yeah, that all that stuff too. I mean, they've been they've been alluding to it, and like they'll, they'll capitalize road and road to WrestleMania when they type about it on Twitter and stuff. And uh, but his uh, when 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 Rollins was out in the ring on Monday and the fans were chanting Cody, Cody, oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah, th- those are just rumors or whatever, and it's like, why would you even acknowledge that if he's not coming in? Yep, yep. So. You don't even acknowledge that shit. But it's so random that, like, they would, that they, they would just, I don't know, I just feel like Cody coming back to WWE with, like, the status level he's at with AEW well, and everything, and like. Yeah, and then you hear, you know, that, um, that. That podcast he did with AEW with Aubrey yeah, and Tony. I saw that as well, yeah. It's like, well, I can't go back and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and that just really, and like I said, they owe me no explanation. Cody and Brandy owe me nothing. I am support them no matter what, but it's like, what happened? I want to yeah. know what happened, what changed. They don't owe me that, but it's just as a human being, you know, we all kind of try to figure out the why. We figure out the stuff like that. We want that. Um, and it's just, it's interesting. To be a fly on the wall would be very interesting. Yeah. Because it all, it all just be speculation as, like, kind of guessing. Yeah. But, and- I, but I, I feel like part of it is, part of it probably does have to do with, like, that the fans... The fans just shit on him. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? Like, if you actually feel this way about me... Right. I'll just go to the other place and make even more money. Right, and I feel like that's... And I can't speak for her, I can't speak for Cody, I can't speak for anybody. But when she posted that thing, it was like... Those people are gonna regret, you know, talking bad about you when they see where you are next and all that stuff. And everyone's like, there's a shot at Tony. And I was like, to me? And this is just to me. I was like, I feel like that's a shot at the fans. Yeah. Because a lot of the fans really shit on Cody. And they really shit on Brandy, too. Like, yeah. bad. And it's like, and now you're going to miss him. And now you're going to regret it. Regret booing him and regret rolling your eyes at him and all that bullshit. You know? Yeah. And, and that's what I saw it as. But like I said, I can't speak for her. Maybe it's a different situation. Maybe it is Tony. Maybe it's not Tony. Maybe it's a private situation she's going through. I don't know. But... To me, that's what that was, and I and I think you're right. I think I feel like he puts his heart and soul into everything that he does, and 
I think the fans treating them like absolute trash is just sad. It makes me really sad. Um, especially now, knowing how incredibly generous they are behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, you know, this is a lesson for people. Yeah. Don't you're, you you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I think the AEW audience will probably do this to somebody else in the future. Like, it'll yep. probably, it might ha- happen to Hangman. It might happen to Kenny. It might happen to anybody that they just decide. Almost, I mean, granted, some of the Cody stuff came because of, like, some promos that, like, just didn't hit right and stuff. I, I, I get that. But the, he did not deserve, like, the level of hate he was getting in AEW. Like, that no. was ridiculous. No, it was um, ridiculous. And it doesn't help that he's associated with Brandy. And it is I like Brandy as a person. I've said it a thousand times. Yeah. I just don't think she's good on a wrestling show. Like she I just don't think she's very good as a wrestler. Her promos aren't good. The stuff she she's involved with just usually doesn't work. And she's the behind the scenes, man. Well, yeah, but that's different. Yeah. Like, like because I, I, what I'm more talking about is like Cody was already getting booed, and then when Brandy returned, he was getting like nuclear heat. And I think a big part of that was like they don't like Brandy, so like, okay. so it's a mixture of like they don't like her and they don't like him. So now it's like double as bad every time you see the two of them. Right. But, um. I, once again, I'm not gonna ever say anything bad about Brandy as a person, like at all. Um, I think she's great for for the behind the scenes stuff, and especially all the stuff that they did for you and every like I'm I'm very you know, Ultra City and AEW heels. Yes, yeah, for sure. I, I'm I'm not I'm not discrediting any of that stuff. It's, 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 it's the on air stuff, like the nightmare collective that didn't work, and like the promos right. that don't I come across right that. and. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're, they've tried, like, three different times with her, like, different stuff, and, it, and like, in the and a big part of the problem, too, is, like, she's just not very good in the ring, and, like, then that's okay sometimes, but, like, when you're not that good in the ring, and you're getting put in positions that, like, make it look like you're going to be heavily highlighted as, like, one of, like, the top people, when you have a roster right. that's just stacked, it's, right. like, you know, that that's what it, it just never came across right. Um, it seemed like right. nepotism a lot of the time. That's that's the, the honest truth. Is a lot of yeah. the time it seemed like nepotism. She was getting a lot of her opportunity because of Cody, and I think that and I think that the fans and that's saw not that. Fair. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it just you know it just is what it is. Um, because here's the other thing. I don't think that I don't think that Brandy will will wind up in the WWE with them because I don't think that they have much use for her there. She just signed that new TV deal. For shot of brandy, but that has nothing to do with the WWE. Yeah, and that has nothing to do with the WWE. But I, you know what I think? I think that's a really good because I saw Nyla Rose commented on it too, and you know she's obviously in AEW, and maybe that's how they like keep the bridge from burning, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like they keep that relationship alive with their AEW friends with that show. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Because I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. They're, well, they, they're... well, they still interact with all of them on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, like, like Cody is still responding to AEW people yeah. and retweeting AEW stuff. Yeah. And um, I'm interested to see if that stops if he returns to the WWE, if they're going to have a problem with that. Which, like, I feel like if Cody's gone back, he... He's like, no, you're going to do this, 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 this. Like, he's going to run his own damn show. No, I agree. I would hope so. I mean, I don't think he's going in here to get blindsided, like like I've said before. But I... but I, Throw hands. 
<laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. Like, he's in a position where he's already a multimillionaire. Like, he doesn't have to wrestle yeah. another day in his life. So, like, if they're telling him to do stuff he doesn't want to do, he can basically just sit out and, like, just not wrestle. Right. Um, but they're at the same time, for all we know, he might be at a point where it's like... And then we also got a factor, like, he's a dad now and stuff. I mean, priorities change. So maybe he's literally just like, you know what? I don't care what they do with me. Like, if they give me $5 million a year, then... Like, I'll just go out and just be a good soldier for the company for three years right. or whatever and just make as much money as I can for my family. But now Dolph Ziggler's NXT champ. But for a while, it was like Dolph Ziggler. He was like, I don't care. I'm making money. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, he he, he's, he still has that. See, the thing with Dolph Ziggler is he's been in the company so long that he's like the fifth highest paid guy that they have. Right? Like, he's in a great financial situation with the WWE. Like, are you kidding me? Like, honestly, it's it's with all the cuts that they've made over time. Now, I, now Ziggler's very, very talented. Like, I'm, He's I'm, so talented, yeah. You know, but but with the amount of money he makes and the position on the, on the card that he's been in for so long, it's actually kind of shocking that he didn't get cut with yeah. a lot of the people because of how much money he makes. Um, right. And once again, I'm not advocating for him to lose his job, no, obviously. Geez, but it, but like it, yeah, yeah, for sure. But my, my point is, like, for a guy who's mainly used as, like, a lower mid-card guy for, like, right. a decade, but also makes, like, the fifth most money of anyone in the company, like, that's, you know. What um, a G. What a G. Yeah, I mean, and good for him. I mean, there's... Exactly. I ain't hating on the guy. Yeah, for sure. Um and yeah, now he is the NXT champion, and you know, I, I'd assume he's going to lose that title back to Braun Breaker on uh, that Stand and Deliver show. But you know, they're trying they're they're trying to gain interest and buzz in NXT by having main roster people as more of a part of the show. It just on it just on you know, unfortunately for them, it just isn't working. Like I pay attention to the numbers sometimes with that, and just no one's watching the show. It doesn't matter who's on it at this point. It's just a dead. It's just a dead brand, pretty much. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. it's developmental. It's a developmental brand, which... Yeah, you know, I saw the whole make-out thing. I didn't really get that. I don't even know what you're talking about. The make-out thing. What There's happened? Like a, there was literally like a Dexter Loomis and that one girl. Oh, were, I didn't see yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But you know what? It works for WWE. Well, and for, if it works for me, that's okay. Yeah, no, no, exactly. I mean, that's that's yeah. the whole thing. I, I've talked about that a lot too. Where like, I I don't have a like, I'm not a fan of it, and I don't really watch it. But like, I understand the route that they're going, even with NXT level up. Like, that's developmental before developmental yeah. now. Like, if you're st in, once again, I don't have I don't have a problem with it. Um, because that's how they're gonna try to develop their talent. Is like you go to level up. Like basically, you go to the performance center. They teach you how to do headlocks and forward rolls and how to set up the ring and that kind of stuff. And then you go to level up and you get to learn on the fly in front of real people, in front of fans. But you have a very basic. It's almost like being like a young boy or something for New Japan, and not not to the same level, but like it's a similar concept where those guys are all wearing like black black trunks black boots like very generic move sets and stuff it's compulsory before you go to optional if you're a gymnast you'll understand because in gymnastics um levels one through five are compulsory which means everyone does the same routine oh okay yeah and then so everyone does the same routine and they score it um levels six through ten and elite 
are optional, which means that you get to make up your own stuff and do your own moves, and, you know, they score it different. So that's kind of like what it is. It's like the compulsory to the optional. Yes, that's a really good example, actually, yeah. because, because that, that is basically what they're doing. They're going out there and having doing pretty much all the same moves, except for, like, some of them, you know, they have, like, a finishing move, but even their finishing exactly. moves are, like, pretty basic for the most part. Um, but that's what it's all about, is just about getting reps out there in front of people and getting comfortable. And then, uh, and then if they see enough in you, then you get moved to NXT. And uh, based on how you do there, you you could wind up on Raw or SmackDown eventually. But but you have a much better chance of succeeding now in the land of Raw or SmackDown because Vince has his hand in your cookie jar from right. day one now. So you're not going through this whole process. And then Vince sees you for the first time right before you debut on Raw, and he doesn't like it, and you get changed, and your career is screwed. Now it's like, by the time like a Tony D'Angelo gets called up to Raw or SmackDown, Vince knows who Tony D'Angelo is, and knows who that character is, and knows how he wrestles already yeah. for years. And then it's like, oh, now we're ready to bring this guy onto our show exactly how he already is, versus... Oh, this guy was great on the indies, and he's killing it in NXT. But yeah. I don't really like him that much. So let's throw a uh, let's throw a gladiator costume on him and a gimp suit, and you know that's his new thing. And then he's fired in like two months. Yeah. Right? Um. So. Uh, so yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. WWE. Um. WrestleMania. I'm I'm excited for WrestleMania though, as as I am every year. I mean, I, I'm the least excited I've ever been, unfortunately. But I do, but I do want to see what happens with Cody. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Brock and Roman, I think, will be a really good match. Um, I think that AJ and, and Edge is going to be a really good match. Yeah. Um. So there's some really good stuff on the on the on these cards. There's some really lame stuff too, but there's a, there is some good stuff on the two nights that I think. I think we'll come across really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 It's pretty pretty much it. But yeah, raw raw on Monday. Um, I think it's an objectively bad television show each week. But I, you know, I think if I was a little kid, I think this would be great. So like that's why I don't really rip it too much because like I, I think kids are having a great time watching this stuff. Um, right. And that's really what it's all about at the end of the day. Um, I'd, I'd be I'd be really upset about that if this was the only wrestling company I could watch. But like, I mean, there's literally a hundred different companies I can watch right now. So it's right. like, I'm getting plenty of wrestling still, and WWE yeah. can do their thing, and I'll do my thing. And if Cody if Cody shows up, I'm gonna I can't sit here and say I'm gonna watch three hours of Raw every Monday just because of him. But I am gonna keep an eye on. I have my Cody Abilo buddies now that tell me if Cody yeah. shows up. So, um, so I'll at least pay attention to whatever Cody's doing. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm just not thrilled about this whole thing with him and Seth Rollins because I, I they've made Seth look like such a jabroni the last few weeks that I just don't know what what the prestige in wrestling him at WrestleMania would be for Cody right now. And, and like I said, I'm terrified for Cody to lose this match. Like that would just be I know not cool. But then again, it's like I could definitely see it happening because Rollins is their dude and he's been a company guy for a long time. And he was and Rollins the re, the only. This is the bummer about this. They could have done a build-up for the last, like, month to this match versus, like, the whole Rollins being a loser and, like, begging his way onto the show for this match. Because Seth Rollins, years ago, he was, like, the main guy in the WWE who'd get on Twitter and talk about how awesome the WWE was and how other places weren't as good. And, like, 
he was the guy. So, like, you could have had this really cool story going to WrestleMania of... Twitter beef! Yeah, Cody com- basically Cody coming over from the other company and being like, you're the dude who thinks you're better than everybody else. I'm here to show you that the other places are better. You know, like, in, like, you... <laughs> I mean, they could have done so much cool stuff with that. Um... Or something along those lines. Like Seth yeah, being the, the, the voice of the WWE and, and Cody being the voice of the guy of all these people who have quit the WWE over the last few years. Hey. He was the first guy to do it before it was the cool thing to do. Back before there was an AEW to go to. Back when uh-huh. you had to work the indies or go to Japan or whatever. Like He quit the company in 2016. Like He didn't get fired. He quit. And so many other people have done that since. And he could be, right. and he could be the figurehead of like, I quit, I went and bettered myself, yeah. and now I'm back as a main event guy, and I'm going to show you why I'm a main event guy, and you're the guy always talking about how this is the best place to wrestle, so i got to come out here and beat you, you know, for my return. But he's, he's like, and this is a horrible example, but you'll get what I mean. It's like he's the addict that went to recovery and now is spreading the gospel <laughs> of the 12-step program. Yeah. You know? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Like... Like, hey, man, I was a failure, I did this, but then I went here, became great, did my 12 steps, and I don't know. I'm not stupid, but I don't know. Well, no, I know <laughs> like, what you mean, though. It's like... But I, and I'm not trying to, like, say Cody's anything like that, but I'm just saying, like, that's kind of... He's inspiration, yeah. is what I mean. He can be an inspiration. Well, and that's also where I'm hoping that Vince sees it like that, like an inspiration, right. be- because... When Cody quit the WWE in 2016, his reasons were literally, I view myself as better than what they're doing with me. Like, they've told me multiple times that I was going to win money in the bank, only to have them change their mind right before the match. I, I was on WrestleMania one year that they literally scrapped my match because other matches were going too long, and my match got taken away. They had me dressing up like Stardust. When I didn't want to be doing this. They they were calling all these other people from NXT Dusty's kids. And I'm actually Dusty's kid. Dusty's and I'm just kid. getting yeah. thrown to the to the wolves and being used as a jobber. Like, right. I want to leave this company to prove to them my value. I'm going to show yeah. them that I am a main event level guy. And I can be a big star in wrestling. And he left the WWE and he more than proved it. So... I'm hoping that's how Vince sees this, and he's going, you know what? You are a main event guy now. You are a celebrity now. Like, you are a guy that I want. I see you as a guy who can who can be up there with, like, a Roman Reigns-type mm-hmm. type guy. Because Cody's still only, like, 35. Like, it's not like he's, like, some super old, like, mid-40s dude. Like, he's still got plenty of good years in him if he stays healthy and he wants to keep doing this. So, like, Cody really could be... Like, Cody's younger than a lot of the main eventers currently in the WWE right now. crazy. Yeah. So, like, if, if you want to... I mean, this is Vince's real opportunity to be, like... I mean, because Cody has a built-in audience already. I'm interested to see if he starts getting booed. Because if he starts getting booed, they'll just turn him heel. It won't be a thing yeah. like AEW where he's going to fight it. And that's probably a big part of the reason that he left AEW, like I said. It, a lot of it probably had to do with he was getting booed. He didn't want to turn heel. Tony probably right. wanted him to, and that probably caused some issues. Um, right. And I'm not saying that's the only... I don't think that's enough of an issue to where, like, he leaves the company as an EVP and all that stuff just based on that. But I think that was probably one of many potential issues. Um, 
Um, Kogan, what's up, man? Always good to see you here in the chat. Um, so, uh, so yeah, if y'all have any uh, last-minute Super Chats, uh, I'll go through the sponsors here in a second, but we will make sure to uh, to read out okay. your Super Chats or answer your questions before we uh, get off the stream. But, uh, Jesse, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we got into the sponsors and plugging all of our stuff? Um, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Oh, of course, um, yes. You know, tragic. Life is short. You never know when it's going to be your time. So hug your loved ones. Tell your friends you love them. Call your mom. Call your grandma. Call your father. Call your friends randomly just to say hello. Text them. Let them know. Let them know you appreciate them. Um, and yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to AW Dynamite tonight. I'm looking forward to hearing about your Dave and Buster's adventures. <laughs> And they stacked uh, AEW tonight, too. They have uh, Adam Cole versus Jay Lethal should be good. That's, like, the two best Ring of Honor champions ever. If you're looking at, like, Adam Cole won the belt three times, and I think Jay Lethal's held the title, like, the most time of anybody. Um, and then, uh, like, they have, like, Sting, Darby, and the Hardys versus... Um, who are they wrestling? Uh, Private Party and The Butcher and the Blade, I think. Um oh. Wow. Yeah, so they got some big matches tonight, which I'm 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 definitely looking forward to. Um and yeah, of course, recipe Scott Hall. I talked about him a lot last week, but like yeah. you know, I do I consider Scott Hall to be the coolest pro wrestler of all time. And like I that's just we're it's it's really cool that he got like the last like ten years or so that he did because we could have been having this conversation easily like ten years ago because he was in such rough shape before DDP helped him. Um but, you know, we're hearing these stories now that, like, he was battling, uh, like, I think he had relapsed a bit yeah. over the last couple of years. And it's it's just, it's sad that, that addiction is can just take you over like that. And he just, he just had the, his demons. I mean, a lot of, most people know this, but it's pretty public knowledge. But, I mean, before he even got into wrestling, he got into an altercation at, a like, a strip club or a bar or something that involved, like, him having to kill somebody in self-defense. So, like... Yeah. This guy had, like, PTSD before he even got into wrestling. And then all, like, the the substance abuse and everything in wrestling and all. I mean, it's just, he, he had, he had a, a, rough, a rough go at it for quite a long time. And he had a ton of success in wrestling. And uh, the NWO is, in my opinion, the most important thing that's ever happened in wrestling, at least in my lifetime. And he's literally yeah. member number one of the NWO. Right. Like, you know, so Scott Hall, yeah, I, I, I freaking love that dude. I feel really, uh, it sucks that he's passed away, and I feel freaking terrible for like Kevin Nash and and Sean Waltman and these dudes who are really close to him and that they just they couldn't do anything. Like they did everything they could to try to help the guy for so many years. DDP, uh, Jake the Snake, all those guys. So like, I, uh, but yeah, that's. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Coolest wrestler of all time. Never be forgotten. Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, whatever you want to call him. Like, absolute mm -hmm. legend in wrestling. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, if you want to go ahead and plug your stuff, Jesse, I will get the sponsors pulled up on the screen. Um, well, thank you, everybody, in the chat today. We really appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Um, love differing opinions and we would love more of those and the way to help us out is to just like and subscribe it's free it doesn't cost you money it supports us comment on the video if you like after it's done um 
helps the algorithm recommend this video to like-minded people like you. Macy. Mm. Macy. Don't. The cat and the baby are playing. And usually Macy, like, smacks her. But I saw her mouth open. I'm about to throw hands. Uh, and so, yeah, we would like. It's Macy. Yeah, Macy Kitty. Mm. Um, so please do like uh, this video and subscribe if you enjoy it and chat and comment um, I do have an OnlyFans OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye if you want to support me uh, directly if not you can just like and subscribe and super chat here and oh yeah on Twitter duh, at Jesse the Buckeye um, yeah so break it down break it down yes um, thank you to the sponsors of the show. As always, um, I want to give a quick shout out to independentwrestling.tv. You can use code Fight Talk over there. Uh, all is one word, no spaces. Check that out. They have so much stuff over there. I love pulling up the uh, the number of events. This is just a growing library there. Um, if, uh, the damn thing will load. My computer's like on like information overload right now. They currently have. 6,231 events from 285 promotions. So, um, wow. so yeah, they got a ton of stuff. So, IWTV.live or independentwrestling.tv. Use code FIGHTTALK. Shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. Boxing ATL is his Instagram account. He can help you with a wide variety of stuff, whether you're looking to throw hands, get in better shape. Oh, what's up, Michael? I didn't realize he was in the show. <laughs> um, yeah, he should be. Oh, he's on lunch. That's what. Um, but, yeah, he can help you with a whole bunch of stuff. Uh you know, if if you want to learn self defense, if you want to become like uh, an actual boxer or MMA fighter at an amateur level or a pro level, he, he does all that kind of stuff with training. He corners fighters. If you want to just like learn how to lose weight and that kind of stuff, or if you have a neurological issue, no matter what your age is, no matter what you kind of you're going through, your skill level, how heavy you are, what gender you are, like none of this matters. Brian will literally put together a plan that works for you to reach your personal goals. So if you go to Instagram and uh, go to boxing atl b-o-x-i-n-g atl just hit him up and uh just dm him and if you're in the atlanta georgia area he'll help you in person if you're anywhere else in the world he can help you online through zoom calls skype sessions all that kind of stuff so get a knockout workout without getting knocked out hit up brian jensen right now on instagram at boxing atl also shout out to music city toys and collectibles they are the place to be for action figures memorabilia dvds um really anything you think of for pro wrestling. I mean, you can even see here just in like their, their, uh, their header here for Twitter or for uh, Facebook. Like this is their retail location. This is at 101 West Main Street in Watertown, Tennessee. Um, they got a ton of stuff in there. You finally um, said Watertown. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've been getting better of like saying town. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yes, check them out. They're good people. They give you fair business. Um, their social media across the board is Music City Toys, and they do uh, Facebook sales too. So, like a lot of the time, I'll just get a notification on Facebook, like Music City Toys is live, and I jump on there, and they're going through their their warehouse or their store or wherever they got all their stuff, and they just go through a bunch of items, and you can claim them. And they invoice you the next day for them, and it's a uh, once again, I always vouch for those dudes because they are really, really nice guys. And you, whenever I buy stuff from them, I never feel like I'm getting ripped off. Like, 
like, yeah, I, I, you will get legitimately fair prices. And they also have a lot of loose figures. I, most of the stuff you're seeing here is, like, mint on box, or mint in, on card and in box and stuff. But, like, there's a lot of loose collectors like me as well where you can get much better deals on stuff that's out of the package. And they, they sell that kind of stuff, too, at really good prices. So, um, check them out. You just text me. Did you, should I yeah. not have said that you just texted me? Yeah. Oh, nice. There's, yeah, with the cat. I'll show the picture of that. Do you want me to show the picture of that? Yeah, because you can't see your face anyway. Look at that. <laughs> yep. That's uh, that's Jessie's. Oh wait, sorry. The other one has her face. I just. It's okay. I, I'm I'm weird about the privacy of of this stuff. Um, yeah. But anyways, yes. Um, <laughs> and then uh, WrestleRumble.com. Uh, we will have. Oh, they finally put up the Pick'em stuff. So <laughs> I'll put this graphic up next week. But first place. $1,000 cash for the WrestleMania Pick'em Contest. They also have... Is that... That is 1000 right? One, zero, zero, yeah. zero. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, they also have the belt entries where they're only a dollar. Look, look at all these belts they're giving away. Dang. They got a... AW. Oh, that's an AW belt. It huh. says AWA. These are sick. Like, they have oh, the, yeah. the WrestleMania moments. This is a custom belt where he has a guy who, like, he gives... He just tells him like what he wants on him uh -huh. like so is it that... a guy in canada huh is it a guy in canada i honestly can't remember okay um but uh but they yeah, you got an nwa belt there you got an a awa yeah. belt there and then you also got smoking skull belt u.s title attitude era belt mini legacy austin title i mean so many title belts on the line right now and they're literally only one dollar to enter those. Um, the Wrestle Rumble entries are only ten dollars, and you can win literally a thousand dollars in that contest. Um, and we'll once again we'll be giving away entries next week right here on the show uh, for people who uh, who send super chats and donations. So um, so yeah, check out WrestleRumble.com, be a part of the contest, and um, their social media is at WrestleRumble. Also, um, this Thursday on the Spotlight on Fightful. Um, we have already recorded the conversation, but Matt from Wrestle Rumble is our guest on the spotlight this week for our interview portion. So we talk a lot about Wrestle Rumble, the origins, how it got started, um, and how it's just grown to what it is, and like why he he gives away so many title belts and all that stuff. So like, um, yeah, look forward to that. Um, look forward to y'all hearing that, I should say. And uh, mm -hmm. and yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Fight Talk underscore. I keep all my stuff updated there. And yeah, that's pretty much all I've got. Anything left from you, Jesse, before we sign off? No. Hope everyone enjoys Dynamite. Hope you enjoy Dave and Buster's. And I got to finish my thingy, sort of, kind of. Yes. Well, I kind of screwed it up. I screwed up the bottom, so I'm going to have to redo the bottom, but that's okay. But yeah. Nice. Yeah, so uh, yeah, y'all uh, enjoy AW Dynamite tonight. Me and Jesse will be back sometime next week to give away some restaurant blanches and to give our predictions for WWE WrestleMania.